We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. All right, good morning. This is Rob Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Happy post-Thanksgiving. I'm here once again with my friend Eric June of Standout Marketing. Eric, welcome. Happy post Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, Robert, happy Thanksgiving. Good to be back. It's been a while. Yeah, I took a took, took like I told you earlier, I took an extended break. Uh, went up to San Jose to see my family and friends, but then on our way home on that Sunday, we stopped in Pismo for a few days and did a little bit of wine tasting and kind of relaxing at the beach and all that kind of stuff. So it was good to take a little bit of break. Before I take another break at the end of the year, <laughs> Christmas and New Year's, the break, for the break. <laughs> so, yeah. But it was a good, it was a good time. And so, as you yeah. can see, I got my Christmas tree up. We don't have the ornaments and stuff up yet, but we got the lights up last night. We got the tree and put the lights up. So, so next week uh, you should see some ornaments. <laughs> so, nice. So, how are you doing? How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was really good. Both our families, um, my and my wife, my wife and my family. They both live in Bakersfield here with us. So, so yeah, we just, um, yeah, we did it all together all day. It was really fun. Usually we would go to, uh, to travel for Thanksgiving, but this year we didn't. So oh, yeah. a lot less traffic traveling than I would have thought on Thanksgiving day. Everyone travels like the day before or something, but we never had a problem with traffic. Oh, on, on the day? On Thanksgiving day. Yeah, on day, the day of. Yeah, day, it's, always, it's always less. Um, yeah, we braved the trap. We got we got on the road early uh, Wednesday morning to drive up to San Jose, so it wasn't too bad. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely it could be pretty pretty bad on that uh, Wednesday and then that Sunday coming back. Yeah, but, but anyway, it was nice to not travel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. especially on the plane. I mean, that's just hectic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So in that kind of still, we're still in that season of giving thanks and and giving as we come into Christmas. So I thought we'd today we'd talk about the power of giving thanks. Um, so it's not just to, um, not just a nice thing to do, but it's really helpful in all things in life, especially in business. And so how does giving thanks help you in business? Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, so number one, it's just, it's just good overall, just uh, physiologically to give thanks. It really gives, puts you at peace and, mm-hmm. and gets you more content. Because there's so much going on, even when the business is going well, you know, there's just so much going on, so many things that you want to do. Just having that time to just give thanks and everything that's going on and everything that you've accomplished and the things that you have, your family, your friends. I mean, it's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to give thanks when things are going well. But what about when things aren't, right? When sales are down, uh, maybe some there's some economic threats or some threats like you know got the tariffs coming up depending on the kind of business if you have a manufacturing business i mean there's so many things that are going on that could create stress in your business so mm-hmm. how do you give thanks during those times and i mean really what is the benefit of giving thanks and so yeah. that's kind of stuff i want to talk about today um so before i get started and kind of tee it up you have any kind of immediate thoughts about giving thanks and the power of giving thanks 
Yeah, Thanksgiving, it really, I think the most powerful thing is that it just puts you on the offense and anything that you're doing. Um, it helps you to operate from a place of um, like a from and not a to. For example, like um, if I'm a place of thankfulness for my business, then I'm going from a place of I have like everything I need. Now I want to do it to serve other people because I feel this gratitude and this thankfulness instead of I have this business because I need something from you. And yeah. I think just if your mindset is a place of thankfulness, you're on the offense and not the like, you know, just like a scavenger hunt, like needing <laughs> stuff and you don't feel desperate, right. Right. you know, and, and right. it doesn't come from what you don't have or what you have. It's it comes from just practicing Thanksgiving produces a thankfulness in your heart, mm -hmm. you know, um, giving thanks even when you don't feel like it. Thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you for And then suddenly you feel, you know, actually thankful. Yeah. So, yeah. It puts you on the offense. It's powerful. It's yeah. a really powerful thing. To be. That's, that's good. You know, <clears throat> getting being on the offense. It's totally true. Mm -hmm. When you're, when things are going, especially when sales are down and, you know, you're trying to generate sales. <clears throat> and like you said earlier, you get desperate and desperation mm -hmm. shows, right? When you're in sales, when you're just, you're trying to push yeah. things, you're just mm -hmm. you get a little bit more pushy, maybe pushier than you normally are. Yeah. Um, you try to, maybe you over promise things. I mean, you just do all kinds of crazy things and, and, and it shows not just in what you say, but even your attitude and mm -hmm. people can sense desperation and it becomes a barrier. Yeah. Right. Versus when you do the opposite, when you become on the offense and in giving thanks, you're at peace. You just have a better attitude. Um, you're not going to, you're not going to overpromise. You're just going to, you know, you're just going to do what you normally should be doing and, yeah. um, and just be yourself. And let your personality show and just and get engaged and develop relationships with a client. Um, not trying to get them to, to close on a deal right away, but it's actually getting to know the person, you know, especially in our type of field where it's very highly relational based because it's we're consulting. So we have to develop those relationships. And so taking that time um, to generate, build those relationships uh, go a long way. But if you're in a place of desperation, you're trying to close a deal too quick. Yeah. In fact, one of my clients, we were um, interviewing um, a firm uh, to do some um, some engineering work for them, and we had, we interviewed about three three firms, mm -hmm. and the one we went with, and the one the owner really liked, is the one that he sensed took their time took their time to really get to know him and the business, mm -hmm. and was curious. Yeah. Not just trying to sell them all kinds of stuff because there's one right. one firm that all he was doing was selling all the great things that they can do, right? Mm -hmm. But really didn't get to know the business at all. And so from that was more the desperation mode versus, you know, the firm that we went with was the one that took their time mm -hmm. and just got to know them, right? And that was the signing factor. It wasn't, yeah. I mean, I think the other firm, I mean, by some of the work that they did, looked like they did some great work. But this is going to be a relationship, right? And <laughs> we want to know, can we work with this person? <laughs> so, yeah. And so the deciding factor really was about them taking their time and getting to know the business. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely, um, definitely makes a difference. And, you know, I think when you're in place of desperation, you're like the other firm where just sell, sell, sell versus when you're a place of peace and thankfulness, it's really getting to know. Them, right. Yeah. Mm hmm. So I don't know if you've had circumstances like that or, um, yeah, no, no, no yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I've had so many clients where 
it's weird. Like whenever I'm working with them and I don't know if they're just being nice, but almost all of them, you know, they say thank you to me. So like a lot of times they're like, thanks for taking the time to do this. And for me, I'm kind of, I'm like, like, I appreciate that they're thankful, but I'm like, um, you know, I'm feeling like, I'm like, I'm thankful for you, you know, like I'm thinking, you know, I'm really thankful, but I think it is that thing of like, when you're thankful for them, it's like kind of contagious and they're thankful for you. But sometimes it almost makes me feel like the way they're worded, it's like, I'm doing them a favor, <laughs> like, you know, and it's just like really funny. But, yeah. um, but I think that comes from not because, you know, I'm, I'm more than doing a really good job. I think it's just, there's this, um, kind of like realm of thankfulness that you create, you know, mm -hmm. um, by just being thankful for them. Yeah. And so that's good. Yeah. Cause that reminds me of, uh, just, I just signed up a new client and similar kind of thing, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of our second meeting, second physical meeting, um, they said really thank you for taking the time and, and coming yeah. out and spending that personal time because what happened was I had an initial meeting with them and then similar proposal, um, the budget was out of their, um, I guess out of their budget. Um, and so we came back and I said, Hey, look, what is it that you really need? And just kind of reworked it. And so mm -hmm. we created a, a proposal and a budget that fit with them. Mm -hmm. And so I said, here's some of the things we possibly can do, but I said, let's sit down and let's make sure that this is what you need. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to give you a, a lower bid because with the lower bid comes a little bit of a different type of work. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so I think it still can fit your needs, but I want to make sure because I don't want you, I don't want to just offer a lower price just for the sake of lower price because it does come with some limitations from the previous bid. Mm -hmm. Right. So I want to make sure you fully understand that, but I also want to make sure what is it that you really need and just make sure this is going to be a good fit because otherwise mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. Right. Cause otherwise it's going to cause, you know, you know, uh, two, three, four months down the road, they're going to, they're going to say, Oh, we want this, this, and this, and which is over the scope of the work, which means next, next thing you know, that's going to be more money. Right. So, and then they might yeah, be yeah. satisfied. Um, so I wanted to make sure. Um, so I took the time and just, you know, I think, it, I think some consultants might just do everything over email or maybe over a phone, but I said, let's just, let me just come in and we'll talk. Mm -hmm. And so we talked as a team, there's three of them, um, in their marketing team. And so, um, we had a discussion and then everything was good. Uh, they're really appreciative of that additional time for me to go out there um, a second time. Um, so anyways, that's, you know, it's, then they're thanking me and I was like, Oh, okay. I'm thanking you that you, so it's kind of funny how that, that works out, but you know, and it, and it comes from that sense of being just, thankful, just enjoying what you do, being thankful, really, but mm -hmm. take care of them. And again, I think if it was more, if I was more acting out of desperation or stress, I would probably just try to get everything done over emails. And then, cause they, they said, Oh yeah, this should work out, you know, even through email. Right. And mm -hmm. I could have easily just closed the deal then mm -hmm. potentially. Um, but also potentially there's some other things that came up in the meeting um, that we got clarity on that I probably wouldn't mm -hmm. have gotten on email. And so yeah. there was a benefit of going out there another time and it really set them at ease as a team. Right. I think that was the key thing is that they're really settled. Um, and, and, mm -hmm. and, and for me going out there and answering all the questions, which yeah. you really can't do over email. Right? right. Yeah. I love that little point of, 
that you were saying how the e the difference between email and an in-person, it really communicates a thankfulness on your part. It shows that you're serious about it. You really want to help them and you know, you're being generous with your time to them. I think that's huge. I never really thought about that. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a lost art these days. You know, with the digital age and all that, you know, yeah. everybody tries to do everything over digital technology, you know, emails yeah. or whatever. Um, and it's a lost art of just being out there physically face to face. Yeah. And there's a there's a huge difference <clears throat> when you're face to face versus on right. phone or email. And even something like this, I mean, for some of my clients, because they're in a different state and all that, I mean, this is my next best thing to do. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and if, you know, if, even for you and I to talk, because you're in Bakersfield, you know, you know, almost two hours away. Mm -hmm. But to be able to find that time to be face to face is huge. Yeah. So even my clients that are out of state, you know, I just try to I try to figure out time to be able to get out there every mm -hmm. once in a while to be face to face because it definitely takes the the relationship to a whole different level. Right. Um, right. It just there's it's just a difference. I mean, this is the next best option because we can at least see each other face to face and we can see expressions and all that kind of stuff. But to be yeah. in front of them is, is, is huge. So never forget that part of it. Um, be mm -hmm. as, as personable as you can. Mm -hmm. um, and try not to just leverage technology all the time. Yeah. And That's so, good. yeah, you know, giving thanks is just, is just huge. Even in my, in my prayer time, the first thing I do, you know, is, is give thanks. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of times when people pray, they're asking for stuff, right? mm -hmm. <laughs> but Hey, what about just giving thanks? And, you know, in, in business, when you are stressed, like I said, you know, I think it's easy to give thanks when things are going well, but what about when times are stressful in a business? So when yeah. you're, you're stressed in the business, you tend to make bad decisions when you're stressed mm -hmm. and you start to make hasty decisions, maybe make decisions faster than you normally would. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to, because in business, a lot of times the, when sales are down, what you're trying to do is figure out how to increase sales. Yeah. And so a lot of times, and I've seen it, um, and friends and just um, observations with other business when they're stressed, when sales are down, they make hasty decisions by say one, they'll just drop their prices huge. Mm -hmm. And then that means their margins shrink. And that means yeah. they're working a lot harder for less money because yeah. they're going to work harder for the, even though sales volume might go up, but because of the price reduction, the sales reduction or sales price reduction, they, their margins are low, but they actually make less profit when they actually yeah. make, sell more volume mm. or sometimes they bring in other products from another supplier that um, maybe it's lower cost, but it's also lower quality. Mm. So they acquire these products because they can reduce their sales price, right? It's lower cost. It's, it's less costly, but also some, a lot of times it's less quality. And so mm. then their customers are unhappy because they're getting yeah. something that they're not used to from the, 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 the client or, mm. or from the business. Right, so things like that happen, and it's all out of sense of desperation, as opposed to figuring out, you know, how do we do this well? And so, when you're in thankfulness and gratitude, your your actually your your mindset, your your stress level number one goes down. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So the key is how do you find that that thankfulness? Yeah. Well, it's like and, looking around you. Go ahead. Yeah. And blood pressure. I was gonna say. And blood pressure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a matter of looking around the business. Like even when the business is doing, you know, doing poorly in sales, it's like, just thank God that number one, you have this business. 
And you still do have customers. There might be fewer coming in the door right now, but you still have customers. You still have uh, a product or service that you're doing. You still have this business. Um, You still have that ability, the the mindset, that Mm -hmm. everything that you had when you started the business, you still have just your own creativity, Mm -hmm. just your own work ethic, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say, okay, maybe let's hit the reset button. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning of why we started this and why were we so successful in the beginning? Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And physiologically, it shows that when you're at peace and you're not stressed, that your brain activity is more higher functioning and you're, yeah. more, and you're more creative. Right. When you're in stress, it's hard to be creative. I actually had a, I was in mm-hmm. Honduras a couple of years ago and sure. this gal, she was a, she had a, um, uh, like a beauty uh, beauty salon, yeah. And she came up to me and she was asking, you know, you know, how do I, you know, how do I do, how do I make my business better, you know? And I go, well, I don't know. Well, tell me about your business. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Well, what happened was she was in severe debt, mm-hmm. right? credit card debt, and and uh, equity lines, and this, that, and the other thing. You name it, she was in debt up to her ears. Yeah. And it, and I said, well, when did this? When did you start acquiring all this debt? And she said about five years ago. And I said, and then when did your business start going down? She said about the same time. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I think the issue is not so much that you have to be, it's not so much about creating a new marketing strategy. I think you have to figure out a way to get rid of the debt mm-hmm. because that stress is keeping you from being creative yeah. to do the marketing you need to do because her that, that's her business is about creativity, right? As a, mm-hmm. a beauty salon, just not just the marketing, just but the business itself, her craft. Right. Mm-hmm. And when she's in stress, it's hard to be creative. And she was like, yeah. you're right. <laughs> she goes, she hasn't been creative. She goes, I haven't been creative. Yeah. And it's because of the stress. Mm-hmm. So finding ways to give thanks and just looking around you that you still have what you have. Yeah to be able to reduce that stress level so that you can be more creative to so that will mm-hmm. lead to better sales and lead to better outcomes, lead to better decisions in your business. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and I don't know if you have any tips about like how that. do you go about figuring out ways to give thanks, even when things aren't going so well. Yeah. For, for me, there's two things I do is number one. I remember when I started my business, our family was living out of a bedroom in um, like our are like my wife's uh, family's house. And so um, I remember three of us, you know, me, my wife and my kid, we're all living out of one small bedroom, you know, in, in the house. And that's where we started. And so um, for one, it's because I know, you know, like that's where we started. And then from there, like we've just been blessed. And the second thing, I think this is even the bigger one, um, but I feel like with, with the business, we're playing on house money. Like it's not our money. Like God's blessed us. Like mm-hmm. it comes from not just what we do, you know, it didn't come from, I did something amazing and so I'm rewarded. Yeah. And then why did you take my reward away? You know, that's not my mentality. It's I'm playing on house money. Like none of this money belongs to me. So it's fun for me. It's like yeah. five zero. Then I didn't lose my own money. I lost the money God gave to me. <laughs> you know, so like, but I think that's a, that's a really good mentality. Then, you know, just, you know, you're just leveraging what you have and trying to make stuff happen all the time. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, so. Yeah. 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 And, and for me, I just look around. I mean, just even the little things I'll give thanks for. Um, heck, 
my Snoopy painting in the background, you know, our grand- that thing's awesome. I'm just like so distracted <laughs> by it. It's so cool. So that's I a painting it. called, um, Mark Everhart, Everhart's his last name. I think it's Mark Everhart. Um, amazing. At, the t- at least at the time, <laughs> he was the only uh, artist commissioned by Charles Schultz to, to paint a wow. in his characters. And I believe he's the only one. So he did all that's the, you know, the MetLife campaign, you know, it's Snoopy and the Red Baron. And all oh that. yeah. That's Everhart. And nice. so, um, as far as I know, unless things change, you know, um, he's the only person that can carry on the t- doing the art, that artwork, the Snoopy artwork, or just Snoopy, or just the Peanuts characters in general. That's um, cool. So I saw this in Vegas years ago, and I said, "Oh man, I got to have this." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Old agency I worked for every Christmas, the other graphic designer, he pulled up a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Uh, and just put it on his desk. You ever see those? Yeah, it's just like really lame, like little. <laughs> <friend has>, <laughs> it's so uh, funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that sometimes is like just give thanks. I'm like, oh man, that's uh, funny because it bright, kind of brightens awesome. the day. Just look at it and just like, okay, so yeah. yeah, giving thanks for my laptop. You know, the car. I yeah, have, this Yeti mic. I mean, there's so many things around us that we have. Just yeah, house. And I think a key is like, it's, it really is a fake it till you make it and fake it till you make it works <laughs> with Thanksgiving. Like you give thanks enough and you'll be actually in the place of thankfulness. Yeah. You won't start there, but you know, three years ago I made that decision to say, I'm going to think of things even if I don't feel like it, or even yeah. if, you know, even if I feel fake and I see a huge difference in just my mental health and mm-hmm. my, my perspective is way healthier, more positive, And I just feel more confident, you know, like I'm like, I have stuff all the time, yeah. you know? Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Like it, could, it, it could be worse. You could be back in a one bedroom apartment, one bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope this is uh hope this is helpful for people. Um, you know, mm-hmm. especially when the season of, of giving thanks and, you know, for some people watching or listening that maybe their business didn't end well this year, you know, it wasn't as good a year as they had hoped. Um, but definitely there's, there's always next year and there's always, reason to be thankful and really take this time this season between thanksgiving and and christmas and the new year to really give thanks to really not just say it but to actually talk about the things that you're thankful for you know Mm -hmm. for friends and family to the things that you have around you even the littlest things you know the watch on my wrist you know the shirt on my back you know just start naming things off Mm -hmm. remember the first time i did that i just started naming things off Mm -hmm. i'm like holy crap, I do have a lot to be thankful for, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially for me, I've been traveled to, to third world countries and all that. You're like, when they come home, you're like, wow, you know, there's, there's so much to be thankful for. And it's like, you know what? I really have nothing to complain about. Yeah. Right. Cause I just came from places that had so much less. And yet even those people were happy. Right. Like, uh-huh. yeah, these villages exactly. they have nothing, they don't have electricity, but yet they're thankful. They're happy. Yeah. Less things to lose, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't I mean, know what you don't know, right? Because you haven't known <laughs> yeah, yeah. what we have. And so it's not like yeah. they went from, you know, you know, having a three bedroom house to, to the shack, but that's kind of what they grew up with. So that's what they know. Yeah. And yeah, they're happy people. And yeah. I go to yeah, when I've been to third world countries, they're just really happy. They're content and Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I think when you have less, it's easy to be content <clears throat> because you're not worried about losing stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's part of our reason why we get stressed is because we're worried about losing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. As opposed mm-hmm. to being thankful for what we already have. Yeah. So, Hey Eric, hope, hope this was fun for you. This and, is uh, good. Give thanks, Probably. man. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful for you, Eric. <laughs> thankful for you too, Robert. Thanks for all the work Very you thankful. do for me and my clients and all that. And so, uh, yeah. everyone, thanks again for listening. This is Robert Fakui of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast. If you have any other business questions or topics you'd like to hear more about, go ahead and email me directly at prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com or go to the Facebook page and you can go ahead and just uh, type the comments in there. So I'm thankful for everyone that's listening. <laughs> I don't know everyone that's listening, but every once in a while I get comments, so it's great to hear. But thanks again for listening this week and tune in again next week as we go live and we're going to talk about the power of giving. Right, So we talked about thankfulness this week. Now we're going to talk about next week, the power of giving. So this is Robert yeah. Fakui and my co-host, Eric Yoon. Remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.